listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, this Wednesday afternoon. Let's turn to our first guest of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're chatting with Sonali Figueres, the founder of Green Queen, which is a health and sustainability online media platform, um, about a variety of different things. But I think we're going to start off with the rise of vegan news and vegan restaurants here in the city. Uh, hi, Sonali. It's great to chat with you today. How are you doing? I'm really good. Thank you. Um, it's been wonderful weather, so can't complain over here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so it's been so nice. But I do find that Hong Kong is getting more, it's getting hotter. And I think that's really a credit of, well, not credit, but it's actually uh, climate change. I feel like because we both grew up in Hong Kong, um, I find the summers hotter than what I remember. Maybe I don't remember very oh, well. Absolutely. When I moved back 14 years ago, you know, a, a 34 degree temperature with a July and August happening, and, and it happened back in May. So, I mean, it's already g- global warming is happening right now, and every single day we publish articles about how it's actually much worse than we anticipated and how Asia is going to feel the brunt of the climate crisis. And, I mean, just the other day we had an article about how the Arctic was the same temperature as Hong Kong, which is ridiculous. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's just it's not going in the right direction. And That's even though we so had this sort crazy. of respite from COVID, where everyone felt that, you know, oh, you know, we, we took a break and lowered the emissions across the world because there were so many lockdowns. Unfortunately, uh, we're, we're going right back up to, to normal and, and probably even ramping up. So it's, it's just it's, it's really not great. And, it's really not great. And for our listeners, um, if, you, if you're wondering, um, Sonali runs a really, really informative online platform called Green Queen. Um, do check it out. It's got a wealth of knowledge on a variety of different uh, topics. Uh, greenqueen.com.hk and you'll be educated and, and inspired there. So, Sonali, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, veganism, which will also definitely help with climate change. Um, are yes. you seeing a rise of, of vegan restaurants or or vegan food outlets here in Hong Kong? Absolutely. So we have this popular column called Where to Eat Plants this month. So it's kind of a a take on what other media will do on regular restaurants. And we only cover vegan and vegetarian openings and launches and menus. And I mean, there's just every month, I always get scared that there's not going to be enough to write. And every month I'm always shocked at how many, how much news we have to share. It, It is, I think Hong Kong may be one of the most exciting plant-based cities to dine out in the world. I mean, we've got everything from, you know, uh, both Treehouse and Mana, who are are, um, longtime kind of flag flyers of the plant-based movement here in in Hong Kong. They both announced new openings. So Treehouse has has announced a new spot in Base Hall, the new really cool eatery kind of funky place in Jardine House. And then Mana has taken up new digs up in Soho with a 2,500-square-foot Um, space, which is just gigantic, right on the escalator. I mean, it's amazing to have such an uh, an iconic plant-based chain right, you know, in the heart of the entertainment district. Um, They have, you know, a a healthy cocktail bar. They have the first uh, vegan cheese deli where you can go and and buy vegan cheeses. I mean, it's just incredible. We've also got in Sainggun, we have Big Dill, which is sort of like a comfort food type of, uh, you know, type of, of restaurant where they're doing kind of burgers and things like lamb, plant-based lamb gyros, which is, by the way, delicious. I can <laughs> attest to that. I haven't had a lamb gyro in 10 years, but that was really the closest 
that was it was so good to put to try that take a bite out of that and what i love about them is they're making everything in house so all their burger patties and their kind of their plant meat they make them themselves they're not uh, using ready-made so that's pretty exciting we've got a new plant-based cheese uh, and bakery 404 plant doing bagels and cheeses all all plant-based um i mean just so many things yeah if i'm keeping uh, quiet it's because i'm making notes actually where to take my oh, okay. <laughs> we've, we've got a new japanese kind of style cafe called mizen over in tfc there's a, a new vegan well it's not 100 percent vegan but it's 95 percent vegan basically because one or two of their items have honey but basically mostly vegan uh place in it's called deluxe veggie um, I actually just tried it over the weekend with, with my fam, including my toddler who loved it. Oh. And I have to say, it was really delicious. It's uh, it's re- it's replaced Pure Veggie House in Coda Plaza on the Garden Road, or rather on McDonald Road. Yeah. Um, so that's delicious. And a great, what I really liked about it is it's completely, it's following every classic yum cha dish. So there's something for everyone from like ham shay goss to, you know, tasty so or whatever. <laughs> so it's not just it's not just a few mushroom dumplings. It's really the full <laughs> smorgasbord. They even have a hagao with a shrimp, a plant-based shrimp. So it's pretty, it's pretty excellent. Wow, a plant-based shrimp. I don't think I've ever seen or heard of one Yeah, before. I wow. mean, they, they exist, but they've really made use of it. Um, I, I, I thought it was, it was really good. Really, really, really good. Um, also, there's a Sham Shui Po restaurant called Years that was, had become very popular with the with the vegan community for their, they have an amazing cashew sando that they do with Omni pork and they've just actually launched a second shop. And in the second shop is a hundred percent vegan. So wow. we're seeing more restaurants taking risks and really going for the hundred percent vegan or, or 95% vegan, which is, which, you know, a few years ago, that would have been unheard of. That would have been considered, you know, business suicide because it would have been <laughs> thought of as there's not enough demand, but I think, the rise in the plant-based movement has been, you know, really getting strong and there's more and more demand. But now after COVID, there's, it's even more accelerated because I think everyone has kind of reckoned with their life choices and everyone has realized that, you know, we need to change and the climate crisis is, is happening. And of course, the most valuable thing you can do to lessen your emissions impact as a consumer is to reduce meat and dairy. Absolutely. I think you made an excellent point is that, you know, it's really driven by the consumers. Um, also, I mean, before back in the day, it used to be a few specialized restaurants that did a few, uh, vegetarian or, or vegan meals. But now you're seeing vegan options, uh, being quite, uh, high up in the priority on different menus. So even if you don't go to a vegan restaurant, you, you for sure, there will be some sort of vegan options available. Uh, Absolutely. Have you noticed that in, in, as well? Yes, yes, yes. In this column we we really focus more on the you know the vegan and vegetarian restaurants but in other coverage that we do it is very clear to me that uh every restaurant now wants to offer either a green monday menu or a vegetarian yes. menu or even a vegan menu and and we have to thank uh you know companies like beyond meat and and green common and omni pork and 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 impossible foods for really helping push that along by offering restaurants these kind of one-for-one uh, equivalent meat um, or pork alternatives that that make it super easy for restaurants to just sub those in instead of animal uh, meat and then just kind of offer offer vegans and vegetarians uh, an easy to order option that doesn't make their that 
back uh, kitchen work more difficult. Because I think a lot of kitchens are, you know, we, we in Hong Kong, we real estate being very expensive, we have very small kitchens uh, in restaurants. So it's very difficult to just completely change your menu overnight. So these one-to-one options can, can really just make that process super easy and convenient. Absolutely. And for, for our listeners, in case you miss some of the restaurants uh, that, that Sonali has mentioned, you can always go to uh, her website, which is greenqueen.com.hk, and she has a vegan section uh, on uh, where to eat. Um, and, and every month there's a, a different uh, edition as well. Um, also, with, with um, vegan uh, restaurants, uh, there's one thing, though, I have to say, vegan desserts, uh, do you think they've sort of lifted in the same way as, as vegan um, main meals? I always something I don't know. Maybe no. I think that maybe our I vegan need to be enlightened. Scene yeah. Is maybe not as exciting as our vegan food scene. I have to say. Yeah. Although we do have some homegrown talent really trying. There's a lot more places to get vegan ice cream. Um, there's a wonderful Dama in K11 Musea. There's a new vegan ice cream brand called Harmony that you can actually get the tubs at Live Zero in glass, so it's completely plastic-free. And they, they make uh, vegan ice cream out of almond milk. There are some wonderful, smaller, kind of more private vegan cake uh, people like Chef Tina Barrett. She'll do fabulous vegan cakes on order. They're more on the raw vegan side. And, of course, the cakery, I have to say, is, is really flying the flag for the vegan cupcake uh, side of things. Uh, they just released a new vegan passion fruit cupcake, which looks amazing. Um, and they they have more, they're more available in different places. Like they now have a section at the IFC City Super Supermarket um, uh, counter. So you can actually get some vegan cakes right there. So I think it is coming, but not, I can't say it's the same as kind of vegan burgers and vegan dumplings, which really feel like they're getting to be everywhere. It's just a matter of time uh, before we'll be raving about various uh, vegan uh, sweet shops. Yes. Any any vegan would be entrepreneurs out there uh, start a vegan dessert and and bakery business. We need more of that. Exactly. Um, yes. And then oh, I also wanted to shout out that I believe we're the first city in Asia, and I believe we're only the second uh, place ever where you can now buy. Beyond burgers, beyond sausages, um, alpha food, chicken nuggets, so all plant-based meat, completely packaging-free. And that is a big shout-out to the wonderful Tamsin Thornborough, founder of Live Zero, who just every month pushes the barrier to give people more bulk and packaging-free and plastic-free options. Wow, congratulations. That's really quite so, I mean, that's really something. I mean, to be able to go to a bulk store and, and get a Beyond Burger with no packaging that's a lot of uh, people's problems with these products is that they the do have a lot of plastic yes. packaging. So to be able to get that without packaging is just, it's, it's a revolutionary in my opinion. And I wanted, so that's in our column, but I do want to call it out because uh, we did get some bad news on the, um, on the kind of waste front in Hong Kong uh, yesterday, Hong Kong Legco has decided to drop the waste disposal levy. So the municipal waste team, which, which would kind of basically have, uh, got people to kind of pay for their waste. Essentially, that's the simplest that's right. way to look at it. So that has just been dropped. Um, and we also just did, a co- we covered a, an HK01 investigation last week about uh, how they, they, they basically put RFID tags on, on plastic recycling and they, they followed it across 
count and they, they saw that uh, in, in the cases of where they, they did put the tags on, the recycling was actually just thrown into the landfill, even though it was in separated bins, which just basically confirmed what a lot of people already kind of either knew or suspected, which is that our recycling uh, systems here don't work very well. So unfortunately, given the situation we're in with the lack of recycling and the no uh, disposable levy scheme, um, I think we really need to, as a population, uh, focus on low waste, minimal, secondhand, bulk, plastic-free living. And that's where people like Tamsin and her store, Live Zero, really, um, really have been instrumental in helping people find a way to do that. Which is just so unfortunate because because of things that are going on politically here in Hong Kong, you know, very important bills such as such as this one has sort of been taken is taking a back seat or what worse, it's been been dropped. Um, hopefully, it's it's uh, hopefully it's just on pause and they'll be able to revive it uh, very soon. Because let's face it, people aren't exactly cutting down on their waste, and and our landfill and our landfills are just getting fuller and fuller by the day. You know, things are going straight mm. into the landfill, and people. Are not yeah that that there needs to be more pressure i agree i do believe in kind of producer pays kind of schemes and i do believe that businesses should be responsible for what they send to landfill and you know i like the system of you know cities like seattle where basically you recycle and you compost and whatever goes to landfill you pay and and that's whether you're a business or a consumer i love those systems but i just don't know that we're going to get those anytime soon so if you are listening and you do care about you know, what goes into the oceans and our landfills being full, then, you know, you really do want to think about changing your habits because that's where the change has to come, unfortunately. And that it is unfair that it the burden is on us as consumers and end users. But that's, that's, that's the reality right now. So I don't want to paint a rosy picture. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, Sonali, we'll have to leave it at that today. But can you remind our listeners once again how we can follow you uh, on social media, uh, Green Queen? Uh, are you um, on Facebook and also Instagram? Absolutely. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Green Queen HK um, on all three. Um, otherwise, www.greenqueen.com.hk. You can always email me at get in touch at greenqueen.com.hk if you need anything. And um, we're always available to answer questions. Excellent. Um, also, we, ju- we just released today the, the first uh, Asia-wide directory of bulk and plastic-free shops, so that should help people do <laughs> some, uh, you know, really kind of as a resource that would be useful if you're, if, wherever you are. Absolutely. Very timely uh, indeed. Thank you so much, um, Sonali, for, for your sharing. Always a wealth of knowledge. Uh, do go, do visit their website also, uh, greenqueen.com.hk. And meanwhile, thank you very much indeed to their founder, Sonali Figueres. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much.